What if we've been thinking about homelessness wrong all along? What if the entire issue is in part a misallocation of resources? The problems that lead to homelessness and stem from it are both complex and daunting. In 2020, the homeless population in King County was estimated at more than 40,000 people. This Gordian knot has defied many attempts at solutions. The ones that seem to work best almost always involve providing a more stable base for these people. In other words, even the most basic home. And that's part of the knot, too. But like any knot you must untie, you have to take the threads and trace them into and out of the binding areas. So it means taking homeless people and categorizing them as best you can, at least at first. Are they young, middle-aged, or elderly? Are they physically ill? Are they mentally ill? Are they addicted to one or more substances? How far from being employable are they? Are they willing to work? What is the cost of the crime, the medical care for the mentally ill and the addicted? What is the cost of the shelters we now provide? Are these people local in origin or do they come from a distance? The recent announcement by our local prosecuting attorney that some crimes will simply not be punished actually makes sense to a point, but it can't stay that way. We live in an ordered society or need to to the extent that we turn a blind eye to crime, only encourages more of it. This is not to say we need to live in an authoritarian world where even minor infractions result in harsh punishment. But we've let things get way too far out of control, and it has overwhelmed law enforcement, our courts, and our jails. So a reset was necessary. But back to the knot. Once we have those questions about all these people sorted out, it's understood what the core issues for these people are. We offer them some choices. To be clear, what they are or have been doing for a remarkable number of them is in fact their choice. They prefer to live without rules, take the drugs, steal to get by. But that simply must stop. The answer I see is to take the tens of millions of homeless relief money we spend annually, the funds for crime investigation, all the other money this, this issue costs us, and put it toward mine tracts of land, far removed from most large cities, or for that matter, even small towns. Then build free housing, along with buildings for drug treatment centers, job training, mental health counseling, food preparation, and a dining hall, you might call them reset centers. Now, you might be thinking along the lines of the Chinese re-education camps. That's not what I'm talking about at all. And you might be thinking about the fear many have of not in my backyard. But one primary rule must apply to these centers. There must be a minimum of 50 miles from any major road. Residents there get free housing, free job training, free mental health counseling, but they cannot get or use drugs and have no opportunity to steal. They cannot have visitors, but they are free to leave at any time, on foot. And they are issued only slippers for footwear. I'm not kidding. No cell phones and computers are there only for training purposes. Internet access is restricted. Crimes committed there are treated like any other, but they cannot continue to live there. 
They must live there for a limited time only. The areas for the different categories are separated, and it's not co-ed. The genders are essentially separated. If they do leave and return to an urban area to commit a crime after agreeing to go to this facility for a minimum of six months, or if they are sentenced to go there, they go to prison for one year minimum. It's part of both a sentence and or a voluntary agreement, as you understand. It's the carrot and the stick. But in the meantime, they are not living seven blocks away, stealing bikes, buying and using drugs, living in tents or RVs in your neighborhood, getting in fights with guns or knives. In short, they are not here preying on people. It's the proximity they have, the networks of people they know, the habit patterns they have developed, the way of life they have fallen into that must be addressed. This is not criminalizing homelessness. They simply cannot camp out on public roads, public parks, playgrounds, sidewalks, or under freeways. This would, in fact, be against the law and should be. That we tolerate this out of sympathy is wrong-headed. We are doing them no favors. This is not a way of life that promotes anything positive. Change the proximity and do so in a compassionate, thoughtful, and a reasonable way. And crime goes down. Drug use goes down. Investment in tourism come back. We get our lives back. And so do they. <laughs>